0: Hey guys, welcome to Being Extra. Today, I'm joined by Ralph Macchio. No, sorry, by Ricky. How (laughs) are you doing, Ricky? Welcome back to the show. It's good to see you, man. I'm loving the background. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. I think we're on week seven now of uh, being at home, even though they lifted the the band to stay home. But uh, I feel like we should probably just stay low for a, a little bit longer and see how this thing works out but uh it's good man we had the you know we still got netflix we got new shows and uh then last night was the parks and rec reunion
0: yes and that's what we're gonna talk about on this show we're gonna get in depth about everything that happened our favorite moments uh we're gonna talk about some memories from our favorite parts of the original show and oh man it's it was a great reunion right i had so much fun listening uh watching it listening to it just uh, some old jokes came back and some new stuff. And it, it was just great all around. And I don't know, man. I, I will hope they do more reunions. I think it's going to spark a chain of reunions from other shows. Don't you think?
1: It's possible, man. I mean, I know the uh, Fresh Prince cast, they had, like, their whole Zoom uh, chat with everybody from the the cast. So that was cool. But they actually, Parks and Rec, just did the whole show. Just did, got everybody involved. I got a plane on over there. So if I point over there, it's to the TV. But, uh, yeah, man, they got everybody involved. They brought back some old characters. They uh, actually had a legit story that flowed well, you know, because everybody was in different places. But it was like, hey, it's not weird that Andy and April were in two separate places because they got April's inside the house. Andy's locked inside the shed, you know. So you had all these things that worked out perfectly. So it was fun. It was entertaining. It was, you know, nostalgia. I think they
0: did it perfectly, yeah. How... They played in today's time and uh, what was going on in the world. And they were able to play it off. Yeah, and I like that it it wasn't just them reminiscing of the show. It was actually an extra episode of the show. It was the characters being in quarantine. I, th- I thought that was the funniest thing. But before we get into it, let's save it for a second because I wanted to talk to you about some stuff that's going on in the movie world first so we can get uh, all our thoughts out. So in movie news today... Uh, they said that Tenet is not being delayed. Gotcha. Christopher Nolan had a big role in that. Uh, he pretty much lobbied for the movie not to be delayed and it's still coming out this summer. How do you feel about that?
1: That's going to make a lot of money uh, as long as people feel safe to go to the movies because that's going to be probably one of the biggest movies of the summer before all corona happened.
0: Yeah, and you know, movies are starting to open. Uh, obviously, uh, movies first opened in China, And the movie theaters first opened in China. Now they're going to start opening here in parts of the U.S. I think they're going to have arranged seating to where you have to have a seat in between, I believe. I think that's what I heard.
1: Sounds about right. I mean, you know, you got to do the whole social distancing thing and people aren't going to be really comfortable, you know, squeezed into a movie theater with uh, random people. So, yeah, it's going to be like that for the first couple months back. Probably for the rest of the year.
0: You know what? I, I'm cool with that. I don't want to fight somebody for the armrest. That was the worst thing. When you like, there's some movie theaters that had like the one armrest, and you're like fighting for like you asshole. Like, yeah,
1: I'll just I'll just put it in arm uh, uh, for, uh, <laughs> for the next three hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, I'm excited about that. About that. You know, that's a movie that I thought we were gonna have to wait for, but it's not being delayed. Not like you know, Black Widow and. James Bond and or fast, fast and furious. So that that's something we have f- to look forward to. You know, also in movie news, uh, moving on, have you seen the universal versus AMC debacle?
1: Oh, they're not going to because of trolls, right? Is that the reason they're going to do it?
0: See, so what happened was that, yeah, they, uh, universal showed uh, trolls world tool on streaming, you know, people still had to buy it, but it was successful. And pretty much AMC said, "Oh, it was only successful because uh, people were in quarantine." That might be the case, but you know, Universal still had to make money on it. So AMC said, "We're not going to show any more Universal movies, like indefinitely." I don't know if that's true or because you know, Universal has like Fast and Furious. um, I can't think of the other properties right now, but I mean, that's that's a big you know statement to make, don't you think?
1: there's a bunch of other movies out there and, uh, there'll be other movie theaters. So, you know, not just AMC or Regal will be having this issue. You know, it'll be those two, but there's some other movie theaters that'll be broadcasting and showing universal movies.
0: Yeah. It was like, it was because, um, AMC said, you know, the theater business has been hurt ever since streaming started. Yeah. So I think AMC felt like it was a slap in the face, them gloating about how uh, well w- uh, Trolls World Tour did in streaming. And the theaters are like, well, you know, you guys did so much marketing for it and it was supposed to come out in theaters, but you guys pretty much went behind our backs and put it out to the people in streaming because the theaters were waiting for some revenue. But, you know, my personal opinion is that nobody was, could, pre- have, could have predicted the coronavirus universal is a business they have to make money and they did i guess their partnership is tainted because of that but you're right there's other theaters who will happily who will happily have universal play their movies yeah
1: i mean there's gonna be tons of universal movies they got the whole entire fast and furious franchise so that's huge uh universal got the the monster universe that they're gonna probably try and reboot again so you got all those movies and you know it's It stinks that they don't want to do any of them because Trolls didn't want to um, wait to come out. But to think of it this way, uh, Trolls came out. It was big on video demand, and it will probably be nominated for Best Picture in the
0: Oscars. (laughs) Well, Best Picture or Best Animated Picture, that which which is a good segue because it's taking me to my next piece of news. Uh, I I think you might have seen these. uh, Streaming films can qualify for the Oscars this year. All streaming films. Because usually the rule is the movie has to be at least in one theater to qualify for the Oscars, which is what they did with like Roma and um, Manchester by the Sea. They're technically Amazon. It was an Amazon film and a Netflix film, but it did have a limited release in theaters, so it could qualify for the Oscars. Now, uh, do you think they should, keep, they should keep that rule throughout history, or is it just like a one and done
1: I think I heard that they were, it had to be planned. There was going to be a theater release for it. Right. So they could just, you know, and then they can have the whole movie come out um, on streaming and then they can get nominated. So you can just, I guess you just say it was going to be put in the movie theaters. Cause the way they were doing it was uh, some of the movies that would go to like Netflix had, were in the theater for just like a week or two. And then it was like, right. all right. And then we're bringing like Dolmite to uh, Netflix and that got nominated or it was, I think Wes, or Wesley Snipes should have got it nominated. But um they had tons of movies like that back uh, last year and the streaming world's getting more and more bigger movies, you know, they get all these things, you know, and you just have to, it's, it's where we are in the future right now where we are going, it's streaming. Um, you know, I still support the cinemas and still like the experience of going out there and uh, being in the environment of everybody else. When you see these big things like end game would not have been that special when cat picked up the hammer I mean, we would have probably, you know, been like "Ah," in the house, but it would have been like three people maybe. But you're in a movie theater with everybody packed and everybody's on edge. And then he picks it up and then the whole entire theater goes crazy. So you got those moments that you're going to miss out on with the streaming at home stuff. So, but I mean, it's it's where we are. So you're right
0: about uh, there's some experiences that you get in movie theaters that you're never going to get at home. No, No matter how much surround sound you have, no matter the size of your screen. Just like, there's stuff you're never gonna get. The movie for me last year that gave me that experience was 1917. The one continued shot trick, and the sound was superb, it was amazing. And you felt like you were the third person following behind the soldiers. Like, you were literally behind them going through everything because of the way it was shot. The camera was following them, but it felt like you were that third person following them into war and, you know, going through through the bunkers and all that. So that for me, I, I. I saw nineteen seventeen again at home. It was great. It just did not feel the same. And then I get that experience again. Same thing with Endgame. Rewatched Endgame about a week ago. Uh amazing. But you know, just that that on your left scene where all the portals are opening, I'm never gonna feel like that again from when I saw it in movie theater, you know, for the first time. And it's not it's never gonna be the same. So it's just pers- personal preference at this point, and I feel like the indie films are gonna shoot more towards streaming services. You know, they could get yeah. fu- funding much easier. They can get more viewers. Just I-, I feel like the indie films are just gonna, you know, go towards uh, streaming, and then the bigger, what they call studio films, are gonna you know have the, the big releases in the theaters, and that that might be a problem for movie theaters because you know they. They need to sell tickets to stay open, you know? And yeah. they need to sell popcorn because that's where they make their money, in the concession stand. That's why they're so expensive because they barely make anything from tickets. They're making money from the from the food.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah, food yeah. expensive nowadays.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, don't tell me about it, man. I've been eating ramen noodles and mac and cheese for like the past two weeks. That, it brings me back to my college days. That's what I used that's to what I was eat. I to say.
1: It's college dorm days right there. <laughs>
0: Oh man, noodles, I know. I know. Except I'm married. That's the difference. <laughs> 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 My next piece of news: um, it, it seems like the first city that's gonna open back to filming to production is gonna be Vancouver. Okay. So yeah, great. It worries me a bit because we live in the Atlanta area, and we we. Of course, you know, you and me work in the film industry and I feel like, do you think because Vancouver's opening first that some of the productions here will go over there to finish up or do you think that won't have an effect?
1: I would think that's a possibility. Um, you got a lot of things that are behind schedule and, you know, you just got to get these things out. So they would just want to shoot them. I mean, probably it'd be, uh, you know, just for a, a big cost of switching places switching locations you know i mean but there's studios up there and they've they do movies there all the time so they can go there like i know ryan really ryan reynolds did the first deadpool up there so you know there's nothing that's saying he can't go up there and finish whatever movie he's currently working on that he might have been shooting down here
0: that's true that's true i mean that that would hurt us though a little bit because Depending on when we open here in the Atlanta area, uh, it might hurt us because they might just finish productions in other places. I heard here in Atlanta might be August or September. Then that's just a rumor. I don't know. Uh, But it's just what I've been hearing. Just to get everything back on track. You know, a lot of the crew members went back home to California or to wherever they're from. So just to get everybody back here ready to film, You know, that might take a while to get back up. So if, you know, a city like Vancouver is already up and running, like, hey, studio spaces are open and this is open, you're right. You know, they might go finish up there. And it'll be a good thing for the movies that they can finish on schedule, but it might be a bad thing for us. But hopefully, hopefully everything works itself out. And I feel this was my next topic with you. Do you think, because... When la- the last time you and me talked, we talked about how big the crews are, remember? Yeah. Do you think that that's going to change? Like crews are going to be brought down in background. Like maybe they're going to start writing scenes with less background or start CGI-ing background instead of having more background in scenes,
1: do you think? Maybe for the rest of the year with everything going on. Because um, there were some scenes that the backgrounds got, you know, 30 to 60 people. So they would cut them down, um, use a smaller amount of us, and the crews definitely would have to be probably a little bit uh, smaller crews. Because I remember I was reading something about Tyler Perry, what his game plan was, and he was saying that the actors and the crew would get tested when they come in, and then they would stay there pretty much for the whole duration of the season. So it would kind of just be like a long summer camp. Wait, wait, stay there, like live there? Yeah, because he he's got the whole entire, you know, the field. He's got the whole entire base. Um, so he can build hotels, which you were saying. So the cast and the crew can stay. He, he shoots things real quick. You know, the, guys, uh, the guy works super quick with everything he does. So he can shoot a season in three weeks, maybe less. And, they, you know, they're there just like a long-term summer camp. And um, a little bit longer than normal. So they just come. They just work. Background. It's going to be weird. They might just end up uh, green-screening us in. And who knows, it's, it's a lot of uncertainties of how they go forward, but stay within the guidelines and the safety of everybody.
0: Yeah, dude. Do, do you remember uh, Avengers, Avengers Endgame, the scene we did? Uh, did you get uh, CGI green screened? You know, where we have to walk back and forth, run back and forth. We have to go in pairs or sometimes alone. Did you, did you have that? We did
1: the whole thing. We ran that way, that way, that way, back and forth. So, and then you watch the movie and it's like, nothing's in there, but yeah, they, they can just pretty much just clone us on camera.
0: Dude, that cloning is an Easter egg. I'm just,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you gotta find, you gotta find it. You might not know which one of it is. It might be Jorge or it might be me, you see, but it's okay.
0: You don't know which one it is. Uh, That's an Easter egg. These extras, somehow it connects, you know. Let's start a fan theory. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know everything could be a everything could be a, a fan theory nowadays. Well, I did, I did a small video on that. Uh, I'll plug it at the bottom of the screen about how Namor might have been referenced in the deleted scene, but it hasn't been out or spoken about. So we'll see. <laughs> okay, dude. Well, I'm ready to talk Parks and Rec.
1: Just over five years ago, we all said goodbye to NBC's iconic hit series, Parks and Recreation. That is a series wrap. And tonight, the entire cast is getting back together for a one-night-only reunion special. We're back. What?
0: Let's do this. All right. All right, dude. Well, unpopular opinion. I like Parks and Rec better than The Office. What? Don't hit me.
1: Um, Yeah, no, I, I feel you on that one. Uh, I watched all of Parks and Rec first before I watched The Office. Uh, I'm still currently trying to finish The Office. I think I'm in, like, season eight or something like that. And uh, I, But i watched Parks and Rec all the way through in, you know, less than two weeks.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I've seen Parks and Rec, the whole series, about four times. So, mm-hmm. you know, I love every second phase. I like The Office. I really like The Office. I just uh, I connect them over Parks and Rec and the characters, you know, I, like I care more about where their stories were going so you know I just you know I, I got stuck on it like I really got addicted to Parks and Rec and it was just such a great show and uh dude like the, is it true they added that last like season like it was supposed to end one season before that's what I heard
1: oh um that's possible I don't I've never heard anything about that but I I can see that you know it's just like let's just bring one more back
0: All right, well, let's get into the reunion. Well, I'm going to start with by saying that I'm kind of sad that Leslie was still not governor. Yeah. Yeah, because where Parks and Rec ended, she was going to run for governor.
1: Yeah, I was trying to remember exactly where everybody ended the last season with, because I was like, I know Ben was uh, going to Washington, and then uh, Andy and April had a kid so i was like where is, where was everybody watching the reunion again probably should have got refreshed but you know you can pick up on it right away
0: now you're good dude i mean okay the way parks and rec ended uh it was that you know uh you know uh leslie and ben were moving to washington yeah andy and april were also moving to washington but what they showed was like way in the future, what they were all gonna do, you know, like have kids, run for governor. So what I'm speculating, and this, this wasn't, uh, you know, talked about on the reunion, is if this was right after the show ended, or way in the future. So, you know, I feel like it was like right after the show ended, because, you know, uh, Ben was still a congressman, uh, Andy and April still didn't have kids in the reunion. And, uh, um, Leslie wasn't governor, so that's what makes me to believe that it's not way in the future. It's like right after the show ended that this reunion happened, I believe.
1: Yeah, that's very true. I mean, it was, uh, it was interesting seeing all those characters back in. You had Bobby Newport, so Paul Rudd starts the show, and that was uh, one of my favorite characters on the show. And he has no idea what's going on, but he's like, yeah, you know, they asked me to read this thing and you know, I'm just reading it. And he's like, what, what happened? We hope you enjoy this Parks and Recreation special. What
0: is she talking about?
1: Something
0: going on? I, I haven't
1: watched
0: the news lately. What? Yeah, dude. <laughs> the When I saw Paul Rudd, I'm like, oh, this is great. And he's in character. You know, he's like... He's, like, in the character of, like, I'm somewhere in Switzerland. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That, that, that was a great start to the show. That was great. And I love that nobody wants to talk to Gary. Yes. Gary, <laughs> Gary, Terry, Gergich, something like that. Yeah. Because nobody says his, like, real name and nobody wants to talk to him. But he's already mayor.
1: So what's new, Mayor Gergich? How's the
0: how party doing? Well, everybody comes back. Uh, including the um, TV host, John Clemezzo and uh, Pert Happley. Dude, Pert was my favorite, like from the TV host. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about this is that it's happening. That's how he would talk, kind of like Yoda-ish, that Mm -hmm. he would pronounce everything that was happening.
1: (laughs) You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, and the it that you heard was the things that these people just said.
0: So, uh, what, what, were, what were some of your favorite things from the reunion show?
1: Let's see. Paul Rudd definitely making an appearance was awesome. Um, then they had uh, tons of other things. I just, it was the fact that, well, okay, they had Tammy 2 in there and they found a way to get her in there that made sense because the two actors are actually husband and wife. So, therefore, you know, they, they, she's there and you can find some way to get it in the story and it's like, oh, she comes, she wants to try and break into the house and they got her tied up and it was perfect. They nailed that part because it was just like, how, how can we get as many characters in as possible? And yeah. then it's like, well, these two people live together, so let's find a way to get her involved.
0: Apparently she's been camping outside this whole time, waiting for just the right moment to strike. I think her intention was to join us in our marital bed.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Pratt's whole entire thing. He went with Burt Macklin in the beginning and then he goes to Johnny Karate at the end to Andy Dwyer and he does the, the song that was great it was it was just so it was so fun seeing all these characters back to life for uh, one more night
0: dude everybody nailed their parts like they never forgot how to play them that that's what I thought everybody now they, I, lo- I love how they they did the Andy and April thing where he locked himself like in in the shed or something so that yeah. way they wouldn't be seen together I thought that was great <laughs>
1: okay where's Andy son why are you in another room are you quarantining
0: no well kind of lock myself in the shed i can't get out i feel like uh aubrey plaza that's just her that's her personality so she has no problem acting like april uh did you see that before the reunion started they showed some of the additions did you get to see that
1: yes yeah i did see that that was really cool man
0: so I like that they, they showed Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler auditioning together. Like, the chemistry they had was amazing. Uh, it, it was just awesome. This was uh, before Guardians as well, right? Before, you know, um, Chris Pratt got his big break in Guardians, right?
1: Yeah, it wasn't until the uh, last season that's when Chris Pratt went to do Guardians. Because you can tell, like, he's all he's, he's big, Andy. And then he goes to the last, like, season or two, and he's, like, trimmed. Andy so yeah he like you can see the weight difference and it's like oh this is when he left to do guardians
0: dude i i recently watched that episode and the reason they explain it so andy's talking to ben and ben's like so you just stopped drinking beer and that's how you lost all their weight like that's the only way they could explain it so they <laughs> like you just stopped drinking beer so like, yeah, just so how much beer did you, did you drink It's like oh it's too much dude is that a Burt? <laughs> is that a Burt macklin thing I'm seeing behind you?
1: Yeah, right there, yeah.
0: Dude, can you put it up to the camera? That's awesome.
1: Get my book out of the way. Yeah. Bert Macklin right there.
0: That's Bert Macklin, dude. Prize possessions. That's awesome, dude. (laughs) I love that. I love that man. I need to start a Funko Pop collection, dude.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's it's I mean luckily I haven't bought anything. Well it's because I haven't had money, but you know, it's an addicting um kind of hobby. So,
0: I have nowhere to put anything, that's why I haven't bought it. Like, my computer takes up most of the living room, <laughs> so that's more useful, yeah. But I still want my collection when I buy a house. In the yeah, dude, I was gonna talk about the my um, the...
1: one, and then you won't stop,
0: yeah, dude, yeah. That's the thing, and I know they have like um uh, limited edition ones that you can only get at Comic Con, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, the rare ones that yeah, they come out, there's only a certain amount that were made.
0: Uh, have you seen that documentary about the Funko Pops, how it got started and how it got made? No, but I probably should watch that. Very good documentary. It ends with the big store they have, the big uh Funko Pop store they that they created. Uh dude it is it's an awesome documentary. I recommend it. So Ben Wyatt, uh he was one of my favorite bits in the reunion. How yes. <laughs> because he's in quarantine. <laughs> He was hes going to do Cones of Dunshire and Declamation. <laughs> he said, Cones of Dunshire, the Claymation movie. I was like, what?
1: Six words, babe. Cones of Dunshire, the Claymation movie. The entire story just popped into my head.
0: <laughs> I like, this is blowing my mind. Please make it. Please just, just make it. That would be great. Oh my God. <laughs> That, that was one of my favorite things, when Ben was out of work, and he he started making a Clamation movie. And he's like, it was only like five seconds. He's like, oh my God, I compa- I told Leslie it was equivalent to Avatar. Like, what was I thinking? It was five seconds. Dude, that, dude I love Ben in this. And I love that Ben never uh, still doesn't care about Little Sebastian. When they start singing, he's like, guys. Ah, my battery's gonna die. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> a <long> song. <laughs> uh yeah.
1: That was uh, the fact they got that together. They all sung the song. It was just uh, it just it hits you. It hits you in a soft place, you know, because that's where little Sebastian is. It's in our hearts.
0: Don't lie, dude. You sang the song too, huh? Of course. <laughs> of course, I did. Oh, yeah. I was like this yeah. with my phone. I was like,
1: <laughs> great, man. It was just a whole entire trip. It was, I mean, it's, it sucks. It was only 30, uh, 30 minutes, but you know, because so you wish it was an hour. But they just they, you know, they got everything in there, they kept it tight. They got all the extra characters in there somehow with the, be commercials or they had their own talk shows. They brought them back because it was like you have everybody doing their little video chat of the main cast, and then how are you going to get these other characters involved? Because they're not going to be in the the whole entire uh, chat line that they had going on. Because they didn't work at the department, so you were like, uh... and that's like, well, let's bring back their shows. So you had this all going on, and it was uh, it was fun, man. It was really fun. It makes me wish that they would just go back and do another season. But everybody's too busy. You know, everybody's got something else going on. And I'm sure it would be difficult to try and get that uh, one more season.
0: If they could do like. Uh... Like a final season, like miniseries type of thing where we can see everybody end up like uh, Leslie Governor, you know, um, April and Andy with kids, something like that. that I think we would all love yeah. that, you know, and it, it has happened. You know, like Roseanne came back, even though that, that went off the air, Full House, Fuller House, you know, that, con- true. that continuation, Cobra Kai. It's just, there <laughs> are these things that people are yearning for and they want. And they want to see where their lives are at. And I feel like The Office is another one, but Parks and Rec is definitely one I want to see, like, Leslie Nope become president or governor or whatever. The next step in, the, like, the next big step she's going to take.
1: I just want to see all those characters just back, like, whatever wherever the story goes, you know, I'll, I'll follow along because I just want to see all those characters back on screen together. Yeah. And uh, NBC's got their new app coming out, the, the Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. So it's like, possibly, because HBO's got the thing. And aren't they trying to bring Friends back?
0: Well, there, there's a Friends reunion. It's a, it's a table read.
1: That's it. Now, so, oh, okay.
0: So it's going to be, yes, like a new episode, kind of like the Parks and Rec thing, but they're going to be together and they're going to do a table read. Now, that's what they were planning before quarantine. So now during quarantine, I'm wondering... If they're gonna do a Parks and Rec style thing where everybody's in quarantine and you know, it's like Joey and his house being funny and Chandler and Monica and some, something, something like that going on. Uh, I, they, they can copy the Parks and Rec style and it'll work. You know, they just set okay. a trend. Yeah, set a trend and then have all these reunions going on. Uh, that would be great. Oh, I love, the, I love uh, when uh, Burt Macklin, well, Johnny Karate came out. And he's like, this might never end. This might never ever end. And I was just like laughing so hard.
1: Things will go back to normal. They just have to. And it might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be next week. It might not be a year or a hundred years or a thousand years. It might never happen. Dude. It got, like, real real serious, and Ben was like, he's like, dude, what are you doing? It could be a month,
0: two months, or never. It could be like this forever. (laughs) It's like, dude, what are you doing? That's not the
1: tone we're going for right
0: now. And It was always, like, uh, Ben, always, like, um, the one that was worried about Andy, when, like, they went to England, the episode they went to uh, England, (laughs) and he's like, hey, look, it's Hogwarts. It's like... You, you know, Hogwarts is fictional. It's important to me that you know that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hogwarts is fictional. Do you know that? It's important to me that you know that. <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of good, they had a lot of good times together. Like when he choked <laughs> them out at the Halloween party.
0: I, I, I love that, that relationship they had when they lived together, that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, uh, I was gonna briefly talk about Aziz. I'm glad he got to play his role again and you know, be himself and do the whole treat yourself thing with Donna. I thought that was was really good. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So from the commercials you were talking about, my favorite was Jeremy Jams.
1: It's funny because I was thinking about giving myself a haircut like that too. How am I, Dr. Jeremy Jam, doing right now? Well, guess what? I'm doing great. Gave myself this pretty sweet quarantine haircut. Totally nailed it. My hair is all over the place. That's why I've been wearing hats every time I'm on the show because it's too, it's too ridiculous to be on camera. But yeah, I was thinking about giving myself a quarantine haircut and it probably would end up just like that. Are you going to film it? Uh, Yeah, it's possible. it will be exclusive on your, uh, on your (laughs) Bean Extras show, YouTube page, follow it.
0: You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to have my wife give me a haircut too, and I'll film it and I'll put it on this, on this episode you should just go oh.
1: just shave it again just like we're back on deputy
0: hell no dude <laughs> that was <laughs> so quick story me and uh me and ricky here we were on the pilot for deputy and you can see us i'll try to find the video and post it up there and or the screenshot and uh i remember that the email said or maybe i didn't read it correctly sometimes i don't read through the whole email they're very long when you get booked on the show And it said, uh, you're gonna get a haircut. And a haircut bump. I'm like, all right, haircut bump. When I get in line, and I see people coming out pretty much bald, (laughs) and I just hear the I'm like, what did I do? And they just like go through me, I'm like, oh, crap. I thought it was gonna be
1: like a flat top. That's what I was expecting us to get, you know, keep it short on sides, keep it a little flat top. But they were just like, And I was just like pretty close to being bald. Yeah, dude,
0: that's the baldest I've ever been. Like, that was crazy. I could feel my scalp. I'm like, oh, what's going on? And I took a couple pictures. I'm going to post those up, too. And the funniest thing is that I didn't tell my wife. And when I came home, she's like, what the hell happened to you? Like, are you in a gang? Like, what's going on? I just come with this <laughs> shaved head. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, you know, the stuff we do for some roles. Well speaking about that and i really wanted to have a uh, longer hair because i'm always trying to grow it out for stranger things and every time i get a haircut of some type either on that or like before season two on godzilla they cut my hair it's just like i'm, I'm having no luck with that and when i'm finally starting to grow my hair quarantine starts i'm like great
1: <laughs> perfect time to grow your hair out dude
0: yeah dude you have it perfect for stranger things actually are you really gonna cut it
1: We'll see. Right now, I'm just been real lazy, so that's why the beard's here and the hair's all there. Because it's just like, well, it's just gonna keep going. And then the moment I do shave it, that's when they're like, "All right, we're gonna go back to shooting in two weeks."
0: Well, it it, it looks neat, dude. Right. You you have it pretty pretty good. Oh, okay. So something embarrassing about beard hair. I can't grow a beard to save my life. And uh, I knew I was gonna do this interview with you about and you know talk about Parks and Rec. So I was gonna try to grow out a mustache and dress up like Ron Swanson. And I couldn't, <laughs> grow, <laughs> I couldn't grow anything. <laughs> like I, I was going to like dress up li- like him, like put my hair up like he did in the show and like have the mustache. And it just didn't be like a Hispanic Ron Swanson, like Roberto Swanson. And it didn't work. I was like, oh dude. For actually a uh, Halloween
1: this shit. Last year, last Halloween, uh, the Cobra Kai, some of the crew members were doing a Halloween party and I had no idea what I was gonna do as my costume. So I just threw something together last minute and I went as Ron Swanson. So yeah, it was perfect. I, it was when I had short hair, so I just slicked it back and then um, I didn't have any facial hair, so I just got a fake mustache from Party City. I actually had this mug, this dinner the detective mug, and I just kept filling it up with beer and I would just sit there and I would just drink. You should have gone with, uh, with a pound of bacon
0: and the mug just.
1: Oh, my girlfriend actually dressed up as a uh, sunny-side-up egg. So it was perfect. Oh, no, you were bacon, right? She was bacon. That's right, bacon and eggs. So we had the breakfast and Ron Swanson. It was perfect. We wish we'd probably got more pictures of it. But it was, it was a good last-minute uh, Halloween idea.
0: That's awesome, dude. That is awesome. Yeah, I was thinking one year to go as Burt Macklin, FBI, or, like, Johnny Karate. So it, that, that's an awesome idea.
1: You can grow the mustache, so you have it perfectly, dude. I've, I've done the um, Burt Macklin one too, back when I used to live in Florida. Really? When, like, the, yeah, when, that's when I was like really in the Parks and Rec. And uh, I went as uh, Burt Macklin and it was, got the, got the coat, put uh, FBI on the back, and then I had the khakis and uh, like white sneakers.
0: You know what would be a cool costume? Like a Burt Macklin slash Star Lord costume? I kind of have, like, the Star-Lord costume underneath and, like, the Burt Macklin jacket. That will be a cool crossover costume.
1: Dragon Con, you can do that. Well, whenever they're... If they're doing it this year, go ahead for Dragon Con, get the Star-Lord mask, get an FBI jacket, and then just have uh, maybe one of his blasters.
0: Yeah, the mask, the (laughs) the
1: jacket, khakis, and then blaster, Dude. Just be, like, all Chris Pratt characters. (laughs) Get yourself, like, a a stuffed animal, Velociraptor. And then you can be Chris Pratt from Jurassic World, too. Oh. And then, bam, you got everything covered.
0: Put it put it on the leash, the Velociraptor, and just drag it. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Oh, my God. We're just coming up with ideas now, dude. <laughs> the one thing I did want to talk about, and this is not so much about the reunion, but um, about JJ's Diner. This whole thing uh, where like I always wanted a JJ's Diner waffle. It's like the thing like you know the Krusty Krab in SpongeBob, where you think it would yeah. be the most amazing burger in the world. I feel like that will taste like the most amazing waffle in the world, and I just always wanted every th- every time I see her eat a waffle, I'm just like I want it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like it'll be...
1: Waffle House. It's
0: not the same. It's not no, it's just... no, you're JJ. an actor?
1: You pretend that it's you're at JJ's but, Diner
0: right dress up in a suit like ben wyatt just (laughs) more more whipped cream please (laughs) oh my god that's awesome dude i'm happy that john ralphio came back that was a fun little thing i need to try to call the number i'm gonna try to call the number and if i get a result i'll post it on this video like if i get any like voicemail thing that where he talks in it i will post it in this video
1: just just Uh, record yourself do a little like one minute video of you being on the phone. And be like, all right, here we go. We're going to see if this works. And
0: I feel like he had a
1: very successful
0: year with Sonic, dude. I still haven't
1: seen that. I didn't know he was in the Sonic.
0: He He's Sonic.
1: Oh, is he Sonic? See? Well, hello. <laughs> Where have you been hiding, you sexy little beast? It's your boy, John ralphio And guess <laughs> who just got run over by a Porsche? This <laughs> dude. These are the things that I'm missing out on the guy who plays john Raphael is sonic did not know that i know that um cyclops is in it that's it james madison i know i know he was in it and jim carrey's in it those were the only two human people i knew were in the movie
0: so yeah cyclops and john Raphael, dude john Raphael was one i, I love like the little songs he did
1: yes i was hoping he did his little singing thing
0: oh also dude, grizzle is still a thing i love that um it wasn't like zoom or skype it was like grizzle the, the yeah. whole yeah, it was the whole Grizzle thing going on with the with the video chat. That was awesome, dude. Did you
1: notice that everybody had points in like their bottom corner? It's like they say Grizzle points, and um, like it was for uh, for Donna, it was like gold member. So like her border was a different color. It was like a platinum status that she had or something like that. Dude,
0: I didn't notice that. No.
1: And then if you see what Gary's is when they finally get to him, it's negative points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he had he had negative points everybody has like positive and everything
0: that's funny dude but it was it was a good reunion overall man i i had fun with it i was just like laughing at everything i love that nobody wanted to talk to gary it's still going on
1: <laughs> even in pandemic
0: april was like no <laughs> they was like oh my god dude uh did you know that um nick offerman ron swanson actually like um one of his hobbies is uh woodworking
1: yeah yeah, I've seen a bunch of, like, interviews, like, him, he does his own, uh, whiskey. Is it whiskey that he does? Yeah. He does his own whiskey, so he probably was holding it up when he did his, uh, thing, when he's like, this is the only medicine that I need. Lagabulin is his no. What's okay. his whiskey, yeah. huh? The Goblin. The Goblin. Here's my whiskey. So, but yeah, he does his own wood, um, woodwork, because he makes, like, tables. I watch a bunch of, like, YouTube interviews that he does, and he's just pretty much this dude. You know, just without the mustache because you just, Ron Swanson's got the mustache and Nick Offerman doesn't. But yeah, he just does those things in real life. He's just that kind of dude.
0: Yeah, I hear that when he does a live show, like just talks about any topic, he starts with a big piece of wood and he just makes a canoe. And the show, <laughs> the show is over when he's done with the canoe, no joke. That would be an amazing show to watch. Just Nick Offerman making a canoe, talking about life, being very, you know, just wise. And they just sitting there like, oh my God, it's Nick Offerman!" too.
1: <laughs> there's a uh, video, it's one of those like, uh, there's uh, endless videos that they have, you know, where it's like the fireplace for like Christmas time. So you have it there. There's one of Nick Offerman, and he's just sitting by the fireplace, just drinking his cup of whiskey. And yeah. it's just that on a loop for like six hours. Dude, it's funny, dude, and
0: I don't, I can't see Nick Offerman, like, the movies he's done without the mustache is just, like, weird to me, I'm like, oh, no. Like, he looks great with the mustache or the beard. That's why I tried to grow it for this episode, it just didn't work. (laughs) So, whatever little stubble I had, I just shaved it, I'm like, this is embarrassing, (laughs) I'm just like, this is not gonna work for the show, dude. Dude, yeah, Nick Offerman, he's my favorite character in the show, after Andy. Andy's my second favorite. It's just, yeah. it's just great. Alright, dude. Let me let me bring up some IMDB facts about <laughs> Parks and Rec. Alright, let's do it. You said well, you already said one of them, you know, Ron's second ex wife, Tammy Two, is his real life wife. So that that was pretty cool. Honestly I found that out today. So I'm shocked when I was looking up these IMDb facts. Okay. Uh, another one. Uh Amy Poehler was afraid that they were gonna make her Kind of like michael scott in the office and she did not want to be that character so she told the writers to make her character um very good at her job so that that's the direction they took parks and rick i think that's why parks and rick worked because she wasn't yeah. like the dumb boss she, like she knew what she was doing she was obsessive she, you know she would overwork so that's, that's one of the things they did uh for it well Amy Poehler asked for that because, you know, um, Parks and Rec is a there was supposed to be an office spinoff and they didn't go along with it. And they created Parks and Rec instead. That's why it has that style fourth wall breaking where they talk to the to the camera. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Fun fact, there was a pilot here in Georgia that was supposed to follow the Parks and Rec style. It was called Hail Mary. Have you heard about it?
1: No, but that's awesome.
0: Okay, so, uh, quick story before I keep going with IMDb facts. Uh, I think this was my second year of doing background work. They, it was pilot season here in Atlanta. They, I remember I drove down to Macon for a pilot. Had no idea what it was about. And it was called Hail Mary. It's a story about uh, a lady named Mary who is the mayor of a town. The town is in like crisis like in debt they ran out of money so the whole show is about her trying to save the town that's why it's called Hail Mary so the day we were shooting the pilot uh, and I heard that it was a Parks and Rec office like type show the Retta who plays Donna Meagle in Parks Mm -hmm. and Rec they gave her um, they gave her a role in the show so I'm like oh my god it's her it's Donna I was so happy to see her and I'm like, oh, my God, I hope this comes out. It just never came out. I don't know what happened. I'll do some research into it and see what happened to Hail Mary. But it was supposed to be like the next Parks and Rec. I don't know what happened to that show, dude. It just like it disappeared into thin air.
1: Damn. That stinks, man.
0: That sounds like it would have been fun. Yeah, and they would have filmed it here. That would have been the, well, maybe. But, you know, because it was a pilot.
1: It would at least done one season here if it would have worked. And then maybe gone to L.A. for the next one
0: we'll see okay back to INDB facts okay chris pratt was such a good physical comedian that frequently the writers the writers will just write andy does something physical and he will have to come up with something in the spot
1: i know um, the one line when it's uh leslie's with like they showed this in the little documentary before when he's like uh he's like hey i put all your symptoms in the computer and it says you have uh you might have Uh, Connection, uh, what is it? Connection malfunctions or no? Uh, Connectivity issues. Connectivity issues. That's it. Listen, I I typed your symptoms into the thing up here, and it says you could have network connectivity problems.
0: Andy was only supposed to appear as a guest in the first season, but they liked him so much, he got a role in the second season and so on. Did you know that?
1: No, I didn't. But but I know that that this was like his Chris Pratt's big break because he was. I, left. I think in L.A. he was living in his van, I want to say. So, like, he was just trying and trying, and then he got this, and he knocked it out of the park, so they just kept bringing him back for the rest of the series. So that was good for him, man, because we would have had Star-Lord we do today. Yeah, dude, that, that's his big break,
0: and I, I feel like that's the segue to him being Star-Lord, you know? But can, yes. you, can you believe he was only supposed to be, like, a, just, like, a random character? In the, you know, the shine shoes, and that, w- that was it. And then they liked him so much that he actually got a big role in it. that I think that's amazing. Okay, another IMDB fact. The map of Pawnee is just a flip version of Muncie, Indiana. Because Pawnee is not real. <laughs> <coughs> People, Pawnee does not exist. We want to believe it. Maybe a Pawnee exists somewhere, but not not in real life. It's fictional. <laughs> it's fictional. It's important to me that you know it's fictional. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to add that on there. Uh, Nailed it. Damn, I'm a good actor. (laughs) It's
1: important to me that you know that.
0: (laughs) Okay, the Anne Perkins character was added to the show when Amy Poehler said she wanted the program to show a true female friendship, which she thought many TV programs lacked. So they just added her big... Beca- See, Amy Poehler, I think she was a producer on it, right? On yes. Park- yes. So she had a big say on wh- whatever was going on. Mayfair Games, makers of sett- Settlers of Catan, were contracted to make Ben Wyatt's uh, Constant Dunshire look like a professional board game. Instead, Mayfair Games made a playable game with a full set of rules.
1: <laughs> I did not know that one either. That one's new to me. Dude, that means that...
0: That whoever owns that console Dunshire board, dude, that, that that would be an awesome prop to have.
1: I mean, hey, right now it's the best time for board games. We should have it out, busted it out with the the reunion show. Hot awesome.
0: All right, dude. Yeah, that's it. So, do you have anything else that that you want to uh, talk about that you remember from the reunion mm. that you liked, oh, let's see. or did we pretty much hit every note on it?
1: It was funny that they had Jerry, and he couldn't get the, he couldn't get the, the filters to work. He, kept, he ended up being a, a turd. He was an insane clown posse member, and he was a dog. Uh, she means that you're literally a dog. You put a dog filter on your head. Oh, shoot. OK, hold on. Um, yeah, I'll just turn that off.
0: OK, is that better? I love that. I love that. See, I liked uh, also uh, Chris. Not Chris Pratt, but the guy who plays Chris. He's, uh, he was like, oh, they have me donating blood four times a week. <laughs> it's like, my blood type is just positive. <laughs> I was
1: like, what the fuck? He was, he was funny. He, his positivity in that role and his enthusiasm is always great. Like he's yelling to Ann Perkins and she's, uh, they're in the same house, but he's just yelling it just all the way across. But that's how you make it work when you guys have to make it look like it's the same house, but you guys are clearly not in real life, in this, anywhere near each other, so.
0: Yeah, that was my favorite one. Yeah, but dude, it was it was just a great reunion, man. Uh, I hope that people, cause you know, people make petitions for anything nowadays. So I hope people make a petition to yeah, sure. have a couple more episodes come out. Just just like that, I love that. I love that format that they used, the way they did it. It was great. But you know, the way they ended with the Little Sebastian song, oh, it was amazing. I, I love that, yeah. dude.
1: That was a good, like, full circle, you know, closure moment right there. Feel good moment for everybody to end the episode with. So, left us off like, man, damn, I wish this show was still going on.
0: Every time with this song.
1: Wyatt! There we go. Once we were sick the best. This is her. a long song. Shut up, Ben! You take a run and leap and you learn to fly. A thousand thousand candles days. in the wind I, I'm going to run out my entire battery. You no, know we all miss you every day We know you're up there eating heaven's hay And here's the part that hurts the all Humans cannot ride the gold Everybody sing it now Bye, bye,
0: little Sebastian I
1: miss you in sad fashion Bye, bye, little Sebastian Your 5,000 candles in Some day we'll saddle up again No, I'll always miss My horse friend Spread your your wings wings and fly Spread your wings and and fly
0: Okay, guys, thank you for joining us. That was a very fun episode reminiscing on Parks and Rec and talking about their reunion special. Uh, I'm glad to have you, Ricky, on here with us. Uh, don't forget to follow Ricky at the rick 415 and thank you guys for joining us. And don't forget to tune in for new episodes coming up.
1: Yes, follow Bean Extra on Apple Podcasts and on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Make sure you wash your hands and be safe out there.